Welcome to Praying the Psalms. My name is Ann Bradley Thomas. Today we'll be using Psalm 126. The opening and closing prayers are from the book Healing the Soul, Healing of Body by Rabbi Simka Wimtrub. If you have a candle, light it to remember that we are in the season of Advent, to remember to watch and wait for Christ's coming. During Advent, we light candles of hope, peace, joy, and love, remembering the promises of God with prayer. Reflect on what you want to remember in prayer today. What is your intention? For our Centering Time today, we will listen to a poem by Alan Sefton. Alan is a member of the Contemplative Sunday School class. He wrote the poem in response to Psalm 80. Remember, distracting thoughts and feelings are natural. Notice them without judgment and return your focus back to God, back to your breathing, or have a centering word or phrase to use. Perhaps use, Restore Me, O God, as your phrase today. Get comfortable, however that might be for you today. On your inhale, bring your shoulders up towards your ears. On your exhale, drop them back down. Do this five more times and let yourself drop more into the present moment with each release. The purpose of this centering time is to transition away from the past and put off the future and rest in this unique, specific time that is the present moment. Turn your focus to your heart space, to the place where the divine spark lives in you. During this short pause between the stanzas, take a deep breath. Restore us, O God, restore us, O God, once more, like you've done many times before. How long will you continue to smolder against us, keep weights on our shoulders? Restore us, O God, teach us to love, and focus on your ways above every human thought and mind we seek and hope to find. O God, who infinitely loves us still, O God, who infinitely loves us still, we are children full of self-will. Help us abandon ourselves to your love. Teach us to trust in heaven above. O God, who infinitely loves us still, you provide our daily fill. How often we turn away, yet you forever faithful stay. Restore us, O God, restore us, O God, once more, like you have done many times before. After the opening prayer, the first reading will be from Eugene Peterson's contemporary paraphrase of the psalm, followed by Nan Merrill's contemplative version of the psalm. Afterwards, during the silence, reflect on what the psalm tells you about God's character. Dear Divine Inspiration, let the psalm mirror back to me your direct light. Let the psalm facilitate the process of selecting good from evil, merging left with right, sweetening your judgment with supernal mercy. Let me, by reading your psalms, be joined with your feminine aspect and indwelling presence.
Amen. Psalm 126 It seemed like a dream, too good to be true, when God returned Zion's exiles. We laughed, we sang, we couldn't believe our good fortune. We were the talk of the nations. God was wonderful to them. God was wonderful to us. We are one happy people. And now, God, do it again. Bring rains to our drought-stricken lives so those who planted their crops in despair will shout hoorays at the harvest. Those who went off with heavy hearts will come home laughing with armloads of blessings. When the divine lover enters the human heart, all yearnings are fulfilled. When with our mouths ring forth with laughter and our tongues with shouts of praise, Then will we sing our songs of praise to you, O beloved of all hearts. For gladness will radiate out for all to see, so great is your presence among them. Restore us to wholeness, O healer, like newborn babes who have never strayed from you. May all who sow in tears reap with shouts of joy. May all who go forth weeping tears of repentance, bearing seeds of love, Come home to you with shouts of joy, leaving sorrow behind. Psalms have titles, and they vary greatly between versions. Some of the different ones for this psalm are An Evening Prayer, A Harvest of Joy, A Joyful Return to Zion, A Song of Ascent, A Song for Pilgrims Ascending to Jerusalem. Eugene Peterson, in his book, Answering God, says that memory is the mysterious capacity we have for gathering the fragments of experience into a large context that is comprehensive and coherent. Prayerless, we repeat the dreary round of pious or not-so-pious emotions. Nothing adds up in such a life. No meaning accumulates. Prayer develops our memory with God. Connections slowly emerge. The Psalms, by training our memories, establish connections with the deepest experience of which we are capable. As you reflect after the reading, ask yourself, what is the title of your prayer to God? How can you integrate your past, present, and future into your own psalm prayer? Listen now to the New Revised Standard Version of Psalm 126. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion... We were like those who dream. 
Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we rejoiced. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the water course of the Negev. May those who sow in tears reap with shouts of joy. Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves. In Robert Alter's commentary of the psalm, he notes that when the psalm says, Restore, O Lord, our fortunes, like fishnets in the Negev, they who sow in tears and glad song will reap. Negev is a partly desert region in southern Israel. The reference is a familiar detail of topography and climate evoked elsewhere in biblical poetry. The reference is to wadi, or dry water gulches or ravines, that with the onset of the rainy season are filled with streams of water. It is an apt image of restoring the previous condition of desolate Zion. The idea of rushing water after aridity prepares the ground for the image of sowing and reaping in the last two verses of the psalm. Lawrence Wilder's reinterpretation of the psalm says, Because we live with heaviness and twist and scatter like a river, delta bogged in marsh and reeds. As you reflect after the reading, consider how your memory might influence the use of images of water to describe how you feel. How would you describe experiences you have had in terms of topography where God has restored you? Where might you need God's living water in your life? Listen now to Robert Alter's translation of Psalm 126. When the Lord restored Zion's fortunes, we should be like dreamers. Then will our mouths fill with laughter and our tongue with glad song. Then will they say in the nations, Great things has the Lord has done with these. Great things has the Lord done with us. We shall rejoice. Restore, O Lord, our fortunes like fishnets in the Negev. They who sow in tears and glad song will reap. He walks along and weeps, the bearer of the seed bag. He will surely come in with glad song bearing his sheaves.
W. David O. Taylor, in his book titled Open and Unafraid, The Psalms as a Guide to Life, suggests that this psalm is a good one to memorize, to carry a portion of it in your heart as a way to maintain a lively conversation with God throughout the day. It is a psalm that reminds us, for the people of Israel, the need for rescue was constant. It was needed before the years of exile, during the years of exile, and after the years of exile. In Psalm 126, the psalmist praises God for his miraculous rescue of Israel, which brought them back home. Whenever we experience God's rescue, it is always a kind of coming home. There are three movements in the poem, from hard labor to the fruit of our labor, from sorrow to gladness, from exile to home. For the psalmist, there is always a sense in which joy retains a poignant residue of sorrow a kind of happy sadness which marks our earthly pilgrimage. Reflect during this silence, when have you experienced joy preceding and flowing from sorrow? When have you experienced joy exists alongside of sorrow? How can you choose joy while living with sorrow? How can you let praise be the final word? When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we rejoiced. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the water course of the Negev. May those who sow in tears reap with shouts of joy. Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy carrying their sheaves. Our closing prayer was written by Rabbi Sheldon Zimmerman and is titled, A Prayer for Prayer. Before the closing prayer, we will listen to hymn 74, When God Restored Our Common Life. Afterwards, in the silence, simply rest in God's loving presence before the closing prayer. When God brings
Oh my God, my soul's companion, my heart's precious friend, I turn to you. I need to close out the noise, to rise above the noise, the noise that interrupts, the noise that separates, the noise that isolates. I need to hear you again. In the silence of my innermost being, in the fragments of our yearned-for wholeness, I hear the whispers of your presence. Echoes of the past where you were with me, where I felt your nearness, when together we walked, when you held me close, embraced me in your love, laughed with me in joy, I yearn to hear you again. In your oneness I find healing, in the promise of your love I am soothed, in your wholeness I too can become whole again. Please listen to my call, help me find the words, help me find the strength within, help me shape my mouth, my voice, my heart so that I can direct my spirit and find you in prayer. In words, only my heart can speak. In song, only my soul can sing, lifting my eyes and heart to you. Open my lips, precious God, so that I can speak with you again. Amen.